Good evening, Wilderness family, and welcome to our midweek podcast. I'm Pastor Andy. And I'm Pastor Christy. And tonight we are going to be digging into the topic of discipleship. Right. Specifically, we're going to be tackling the question of, do we allow God to rule over our lives entirely, or do we simply use him as a secondary source of enrichment? Right. So let's go ahead and pray real quick. Father, thank you so much for this evening, this time we have to uh, dig into your word, Lord. We ask that you you bless this time and bless those that are listening to this, Lord, that you would touch them and, and allow these words to land softly on their hearts, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So perhaps God is just a self-help exercise that we turn to every now and then when we feel weak. Um, something that we use once in a while to help us grow stronger in a certain area of our lives like marriage, finance, relationships, health, our children. Um, maybe we've taken God and his word and turned it into our own little self-help book. We've taken scripture out of context and use it as needed to try to convince ourselves of certain things simply because we've read a certain verse or we've become familiar with it. Right. Yeah. Maybe um, yeah, we tell ourselves things like, um, I need to focus on myself right now uh, before I can help other people. Or maybe we tell ourselves uh, that... Um, uh, I really don't need to change that much because God made me this way. Uh, so why would I need to change? You know, sometimes for some of us, we look at God as more of a um, someone we turn to when things get really, really tough. And, and that's the only time we, we tend to look towards God. Right. Really, when, when, it, when life becomes difficult, right? Um, we look to him for guidance or we go to him in prayer and beg for help. But then as soon as everything resumes some sense of normalcy and our lives are back on track again, we put him, God, right, uh, right back where he belongs in a box, right. on a we, shelf, tucked we, away. Right. We tend to compartmentalize him. Um, and But what we're doing when we compartmentalize God and we only turn to him when things get tough or we only use him to grow in one area or two areas uh, in our lives, um, then, or we tend to use him kind of as that self-help book, like you said, uh, we end up making him very, very small um, and we don't allow him to, to work in all areas of our lives. And, and it, he, we're not using him to the full capacity that he can help us. Right. Right. And what begins to happen is that his death and his resurrection begins to only be about us and no one else. And yes, you're right. <clears throat> Before we go any further, God did come to save us, each and every one of us from death. But if we're growing in our faith, then we should be becoming more self selfless and not selfish right Right. exactly but <clears throat> that's what happens when we tend to put god in this little tiny box we become when we when we compartmentalize him and when we just put him in a box inside of our brain even or when we put him in a box on a shelf tucked away we make him very very small right, right. exactly and and in a sense our faith becomes very small and it becomes selfish right if you remember a lot of us uh, when we became christians we were baby christians we were new to the faith um, we didn't really have a true understanding of what it meant to be a disciple of christ we read right. about the disciples you know we we read about the the apostles and and we kind of felt like that was kind of reserved for those people that were truly 
called to ministry. They're the ones that should be sharing the word because right. I thought it was all about the people in the Bible. I didn't right. know it was actually like anything to do with like me as a human being on right. like in like real time. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> but then as you get older, you start to, to learn a little bit more. You're like, Oh wait, this is about me too. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, but as we as we grow, we learn that uh, what it means to be a disciple, and um, honestly, how uh, would we know if uh, how would I even know if I am one? Right. I it, it's one of those things. It's like it's it's kind of difficult for a new Christian to know what even like what is a disciple. Right. Right. So let's let's kind of before we go any further, <clears throat> before you can answer that question that we talked about earlier, let's define what a disciple is. Right. So simply put, what is a disciple? Pastor it's Andy? essentially, it's someone who follows Christ and leads others uh, in that same direction. Right. And so they do this through their own faith in, in Jesus and through the teachings of Jesus, right? Right. So if you're a Christian and you're obeying Christ, um, you should be able to say that you're a disciple of Christ. Right. Uh, Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, Therefore, and go make disciples of all nations. It's one of the very few commands in the New Testament. It's uh, what, what, God, what Jesus told us to do before ascending back into heaven. It says, Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always and to the very end of the age. Right. So, so <clears throat> but having said that, what comes first? It's kind of like that whole chicken or the egg thing. Um, and I only mention this because most of us, when we are born again and we're new Christians, like we feel so ill-equipped to be able to go out and talk to people about Jesus. Like we want to be able to share our newfound faith in Jesus Christ with other people, but that's the last thing that we feel like we should we could or should be able to do is to share Jesus Christ with somebody else. It's, it's like, how do we go out and spread the gospel with somebody else when we are just now reading the gospel for ourselves right, for the first exactly. time? Like, we don't know how to do that, you know? So that's kind of a hard thing. It's like, because right. it's like, okay, the word's written on your heart, but is it really? Because <laughs> it's like, it's written in a Bible. Like, it's really... Right. And it's a big Bible, like, right. let's be honest. So do not fear. Um, he doesn't expect everybody to just dive in head first. Discipleship right. takes time. Right. But that is what his word is for, right? Right. So if you remember earlier, we discussed um, selfish faith versus selfless faith. Um, God didn't uh, give you another day on this earth so that you can just hang out and enjoy this lovely spring weather that we've got. <laughs> it is, it is nice. Though. It's really great this time of year. Um, you know, the pool is, uh, feels awesome, but that wasn't the purpose for you having another day. The purpose of you having another day on this earth is that there may be someone that needs to hear the word of Christ. There may be someone that needs to be exposed to a life changing faith that, um, and a life-changing experience that you were able to experience and, and they need as well. Uh, that person in line behind you at the grocery store might be having the worst day of their life and they just simply need you to be Christ-like and to, to just love them. Right. 
they literally might need you to invite them to church. Right. I mean, as, as, as cheesy as that might sound, I mean, they, they might need that. Or, or it might be an old friend that you haven't spoken to in so long that might need nothing more than just a, a coffee like invitation, like, or, you know, a, a lunch invitation or something like that, just to be able to sit down and chat. Right. Just to get through the day. Right. So before we go too much further, um, I, you know, want to talk briefly about our mission and our vision at Wilderness right. Church, because we, we talk about it every single Sunday, you know, being so new, we're eight weeks in now. Right. Um, and it's there. I'm sure those of you that have been there every week, you're like, oh my gosh, I know the mission and the vision. <laughs> But we're not going to stop talking you, about it. We hope that you know the right. mission and vision of Wilderness Church by now. If you right. don't, then go We're going to tell you again. We're going to tell you again. <laughs> and if you don't, then we're going to tell you again. Right. So our mission is to make believers out of non-believers and to make disciples, disciples out, out of believers. believers. And then our vision is to be a place that exists to love God and love people. The rest is really up to Jesus. Um, and we think that both are equally important when it comes to who we are as a body of believers. Um, and we recognize fully that we aren't quite there yet as a new church, but we want to become a church that serves its community and right. abroad um, through outreach as well as missions by loving God and loving people. That's right. But again, we can't achieve this through selfish faith, right? right. How many of you are guilty, and you can be honest because no one is in your cell phone with you right now, Right. Um, but you can be honest. And, how many? when we say you, we really mean us as right. a whole. How many of us are guilty of penciling God into our schedule? Right. We make sure we find time for everything else before we find time for God. We put it on our calendar, all the different appointments that we have. We've got doctor's appointments. We've got... Um, ball practice, we've got dog grooming, we've got, you know, all these different things. Oh, by the way, we have to go to work and we have to feed the kids and we have to do all these things. We have dance recitals, birthdays, date nights, ball games, hunting trips, golf games, mani pedis, hair appointments, girls nights, gym appointments. Right. And then eventually we do pencil God in um, for Sunday morning, usually. Right. Well, we have Sunday morning already. A lot of times we'll have Sunday morning already on there even. Right. But what we do is, if there's anything left over, we'll we'll give God the leftovers in there because right. there there's rarely any leftover time for God. Right. We should already be giving God Sunday mornings. Right. Every week. And and is that enough? Is Sunday morning enough? And the short answer really is no. It's really not enough because it's really difficult to tell someone that you're hanging out with on a Sunday morning how important it is that they go to church. It's really difficult to um, tell somebody how much you love God and how much you value your time with God whenever you are somewhere else on, on, a, Sunday on, a, Sunday, on a Sunday morning. It really, I mean, it's if, if you're encountering a person on a Sunday routinely, but you really want to be able to invite them to church, but you really want to be able to do it in a way where you say, hey, I really love God, I really love Jesus, and I really love my church, but I really want to be able to invite you to church, but it clearly doesn't look like you love your church or you love Jesus very much. It's hard to get them to... Yeah, it's hard to be able to do that. It's hard to be a disciple for Jesus right. when you're not really able to disciple. 
Right. Um, and it's not to scold anyone not, for not coming not to, to church. That's, it's, it's, the, it's not about that, but it's about, because it really goes back to a heart thing, just like most things do. It's a heart it's a hard right. issue. We all we all have things that happen in our lives and things that come up and and but it's it's where, where is your heart? Is your heart truly with God? Is your heart truly devoted to being in His Word on a daily basis? Is your heart really devoted to your church? And when I opened this podcast, I asked, "Do we allow God to rule over our lives entirely, or do we simply use Him as a secondary source of enrichment?" The Bible says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And then it says in Matthew 22, 37, love the Lord God with all your heart and all your soul and with all of your mind. Right. If we really want to show God um, that, you know, or show the world that we love God uh, and that we love people, we'll give God more than just Sunday morning. We'll give him more than um, a penciled in spot in the calendar, we're going to make him a part of our entire life. Literally everything we do is going to be about God. It's going to be about loving people. It's going to be about loving him. It's going to be about working towards more than just a self. It's, it, it's a selfish faith. It's going to be a selfless faith. Right. And so in closing, I briefly want to share a little bit about what Pastor Andy is going to be preaching about this Sunday. Um, and if you missed last Sunday, it's actually going to be a continuation of last Sunday's message. Right. So if you missed last Sunday, I will urge you to go out onto our YouTube channel, um, W Church FL. Um, Coincidentally, it's, the series is called To Be Continued. <laughs> yeah, right. So this will be a continuation of To Be Continued. Right. Um, I, but I urge you to go out there and just go ahead and watch that. Um, because it was really great, actually. Um, of course, I'm a little biased because he's my husband. But this week's sermon is actually going to be about Acts chapter 3, um, where Peter and John encourage, uh, encourage encounter a lame man at the gates of the temple. Right. Um, and this lame man is begging for money, um, and he's been there for a while. Um, he's actually been there for years and Peter actually looks at him and says, you know, silver and gold, I do not have, but what I can offer you is something else, something even greater. And so he heals the man in Jesus's name. And of course, when he does this, it draws a huge crowd. And so when this happens, it in this crowd comes it's actually a great i mean it's a great story and there's a couple of different takeaways and i don't want to give away too much because i don't want to spoil pastor andy's sermon don't preach my sermon um <laughs> and i don't actually know the where he's actually going with it on sunday but um once this crowd is is drawn to this to this colonnade where this is actually happening um the man begins to witness to the crowd you know, like, look, I've been healed in the name of Jesus. Right. And the thing about it is, is that the healing was immediate. Um, his faith is selfless. Um, and he becomes a witness automatically right. for Jesus. Exactly. And he begins praising God for his healing. And he becomes 
an immediate uh, disciple for right. Christ. He could have walked away. He could have walked away. He could have gone about his business. He, I mean, he could have said, he could have said, peace, thanks. I'm out. <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to run away now. Right. Uh, but he, but didn't. he didn't. He chose to proclaim the name of Jesus. He chose to tell the story uh, that um, gave God glory. He did what it he, he did what discipleship is. He became a disciple. He was really became a, a, an example of what discipleship is all about. Right. Um, and that's where we're going to wrap up today. So we hope you enjoyed this podcast, this little bit of time. Um, we hope that you will join us next right. time. We next hope you'll week. share this podcast with um, those who you might think would enjoy it. Um, yeah. And yeah. And we hope you will join us on Sunday morning uh, at 10 a.m. And if you need to find out where we are, go to wchurchfl.com. The address is right there. Don't come alone. Don't come alone. Bye. See you guys.